It's the Sports Talk with Harrison Chase, live from Methuen Community Studios. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Sports Talk with Harrison Chase on Merrimack Valley Public Radio, coming to you live from Methuen Community Studios. If you have a take or comment, feel free to call in by dialing 978-301-6877. That's 978-301-6877. Well, I hope everybody had a a very Merry Christmas and Happy Holiday season. Uh, I have been off. I've had a great last uh, two weeks or so, but let me get you caught up where we left off. So the Celtics beat the Milwaukee Bucks two weeks ago today, 117 to 103. They then played the uh, that Friday night against the Golden State Warriors, in which they lost 111 to 107. They then played the night uh, the Knicks, excuse me, that Saturday night, and were able to come back uh, in the back-to-back games with a win, 114 to 107. They then played the Philadelphia 76ers that Monday, in which they lost 108 to or the following Monday, 108 to 103. Then they beat the Cleveland Cavaliers that. That following Wednesday, 111 to 101. Then on Christmas Day, they gave the game away and lost to the Bucks 117 to 113. A pathetic loss. They were in charge for most of the game, and then they just completely uh, gave it up. They absolutely lost that game. The Bucks didn't win it. The Celtics lost it. Uh, they'll play the Minnesota Timberwolves tonight at 8 o'clock. The Los Angeles Clippers Wednesday night. The Phoenix Suns on New uh, on Friday, New Year's Eve. Uh, and then uh, the Orlando Magic uh, Sunday the 2nd. Another uh, Celtics uh, breaking news coming out this morning. Star player Jason Tatum was put on the COVID-19 list, uh, and so that will result in him... uh, being out, uh, being out tonight uh, f- uh, for the game. I uh, don't know if he'll be able to play uh, Wednesday uh, night against the Clippers, but uh, we'll see, and we'll have to, uh, you know, just you know, stay tuned uh, to that if anything. As far as the NHL is concerned, the Boston Bruins lost to the Las Vegas Golden Knights two weeks ago tomorrow, four to one. Another pathetic game. Uh, Jeremy Swayman didn't have a good game. He started in net that night. Not a good, ga- uh, not a good game. You know, I've I've been a big cheerleader uh, for Jeremy Swayman the last year or so. Very, you know, happy that we have a local uh, somebody that went to you know U Maine. Uh, you know, being goalie, uh, you know, playing some games last year, you know, and I always, I thought that he was, uh, that he'd play better uh, than Tuka Rask. And so, um, anyways, not a good game for him last, uh, or two week two weeks ago tomorrow against, against the Golden Knights. Uh, I believe um, the Golden Knights scored and they were up like three, nothing after the first period or something like that. I mean, it was, they scored the majority of the goals right away. In my opinion, probably should have been pulled, but, you know, he obviously figured it out uh, after the fact and was able to pull some things together uh, and, you know, would only uh, let up one goal uh, in the second and third period. Um, so anyways, you know, we'll see uh, We'll see what happens. And then they played uh, the New York Islanders that Thursday, losing again, 3-1. Uh, to one. And then after that, all other games would be postponed as the NHL completely shut down and went on pause uh, due to large numbers of COVID-19 positives. Um, and so here we are. So from that time, like two weeks ago, and they're going to start up again uh 
tomorrow and Wednesday. However, not the Boston Bruins. The Boston Bruins are still uh, having positive tests. The latest, uh, Charlie Coyle went on the list today uh, for the Bruins. However, uh, Brad Marchand and uh, Patrice Bergeron uh, will be, I I believe, came back today uh, or yesterday yesterday. from that from that COVID list. So, you know, a lot of players coming off of it. And now, you know, here we have another one, Charlie Coyle, going on the list. So it's uh, it sure is, uh, you know, it's a day-to-day, hourly uh, thing that you have to be uh, kept up to date in uh, for sure. And so, you know, as of now, the Bruins uh, were supposed to play start up Wednesday night, but that game got postponed. And so now they'll play... As of right now, they are playing New Year's Day uh, against the Sabres. So, again, you know, that always, you know, that might be uh, changed. But, again, you know, who knows? Who knows? Um, All right, leaving NHL, and let's talk about the Patriots, something that I think a lot of you would all like to talk about. Um, Two weeks ago uh, today, I was very optimistic of the Patriots coming off of... um, Excuse me, coming off of the the Bills win, and they were uh, it was actually their bye week that they were in. Uh, however, they would not come off of the bye week good. They uh, they played last Saturday night uh, against the Indianapolis Colts in Indianapolis, and man, they looked terrible. They lost by ten points, twenty seven to seventeen. Just a pathetic, pathetic showing. And if it couldn't get worse. They lost yesterday to the Buffalo Bills in their home stadium, 33-21. to So just pathetic. Pathetic. Um, don't want to put the blame on the refs for yesterday, but man, were there some terrible calls. And the one call that really stands out to me was that Mac Jones uh, call that they, you know, threw the, um, you know, threw the, uh, the penalty for a late hit on the Bills' defensive player, not only pushing Mac Jones out of bounds once he was already out of bounds, and then almost horse-collaring him once he was out of bounds. So the referee that was closest threw the flag right away because it was obvious, an obvious penalty. That is something that has been enforced all year long, right, and, and, and in previous years. So the refs get together, they meet, ba 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 there is no penalty on the play. What are you talking about? There's no penalty on the play. It was clear. The player pushed him once he was clearly out of bounds. In fact, almost out of the white area, so far out of bounds. And then he pulled him back by his horse collar. So if 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 it was put it this way, if Mac Jones was in regular, you know, was in the field. He probably could have gotten a horse collar called. But instead, no, let's pick it up. And then to make things even better, they call a uh, they call a penalty against David Andrews. A per, you know, a personal foul against him. Whatever. I, I, not unnecessary roughness, but you know, whatever it is. You know, because he was, you know, he was ta- uh, talking and and you know, I, I don't know if it was um I don't want uh, showboating's the wrong word, but just a mess. Like, what are you doing, referees? You know, these are professional athletes. If you're going to be refereeing a professional game, you should be a professional 
referee. And as far as I'm concerned, these referees that did yesterday's game, they should be doing college, maybe high school games. They shouldn't even be allowed to ref. ref. It was terrible. Terrible. Again, not that not that the, I want to put the blame on the referees, but the NFL and the referees have tried so hard on making standards, making these rules, sticking to them, having a clear line to them, and then when these things happen... Oh, no, let's pick the flag up. What are you talking about? You know, I don't know about Mac Jones, but if it was, you know, Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes, all day long that that call would have stayed. But, oh, no. Oh, no. Let's, let's keep it. Let's keep it. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, but going back to the Patriots stuff... Their defense, absolutely pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. If you were watching the game, and as a matter of fact, the Bills should have activated uh, another one, uh, an extra player, and they should have uh, deactivated their punter. Because you know what? The Bills didn't have to punt once. Not once. How pathetic is that? Come on. That shows you how bad of a defense we have. You know, people think we have a good defense. I think, I like to think sometimes we have a good defense. But man, oh man, you don't force a team to punt? That's pathetic. That should be degrading. And that calls for a personality check. Not a personality check, but a profile check on you people. That's terrible. Absolutely terrible. Mac Jones didn't have that bad of a game yesterday. He played okay. Uh, but, you know, another another Patriots offensive player, Nikhil Harry, catch the ball. And if you're not going to catch it, don't look at it and let it float and bounce off your hands into the defender's hands. Maybe try and tackle them instead of standing there. The good thing is, is that uh, Nikhil Harry's uh, option was up this year, and we didn't take it. So he's gone after this year, I hope. I think he is. I'm pretty positive about that. But my God. Come on, Nikhil Harry. Kudos to, to Damian Harris, though. He was out against the Colts uh, two weeks ago, came back uh, yesterday, and scored three touchdowns. Had all three of the Patriots touchdowns. So... Kudos to him. That was great. That was great. Uh, anyways, before I uh, have a heart attack, <laughs> moving on, uh, the Patriots are going to play the Jaguars at Gillette for the last home game of the season, of the regular season, at least as of now, uh, this Sunday, January 2nd at uh, 1 o'clock. Trevor, Trevor Lawrence, Mr. Oh, he's the best quarterback coming out of the draft, and he's going to be great, and da-da-da, da-da-this, da-da-that. Oh, how's Trevor Lawrence done? Terrible! Mac Jones is better than Trevor Lawrence, for God's sake. So, I mean, man, oh, man. And then to wrap up the season, the Patriots will play the Miami Dolphins down in Miami on Sunday, January 9th at 1 o'clock. 
So that'll be an interesting game. That's not a gimme game either because, you know, we lost to the Miami Dolphins at home at the beginning of the season. So not not a good not a good start. Just not you know, just unbelievable unbelievable. I was so optimistic. Everybody was was calling me and texting me, Harry, you're crazy, you're crazy. Patriots going to the Super Bowl. Oh, ba ba ba. I said, hey, you know, I like the team. I like the team. And listen, if you ask me today, yeah, I do think there is still a chance of them going to the Super Bowl and winning it all. But it depends what team shows up. It depends what team shows up for the Patriots, okay? There is much as a uh, probability of the Patriots going to the Super Bowl as them possibly not even making the playoffs and most likely being out the first round. So, not even the first round, but like, you know, the wild card game or something. So, I mean, I mean, really. Just unbelievable. Un-unbelievable. Anyways, that's gonna, that, that will do it for me, for my, actually, before I, before I open the phone lines, one more comment. How about Tiger Woods and Charlie Woods, huh? Coming in second place in the PNC golf tournament. Wow. What a great what a great showing by them. Tiger Woods less than a year back from his car accident could have been a, a tragic accident where he where he could have died, could have lost a leg. No, he is back on the golf course less than a year. Playing. Playing, hitting balls 100 100 uh, 300 yards plus. I mean unbelievable. So, all right, I just wanted to get that in real quick because you know I'm a big golf fan. Uh, but anyways, call in 978-301-6877. That's 978-301-6877. All right, and with that, I want to start uh, start off on the slopes in Vermont. Matt, what's going on? Hey, Harrison, how you doing today? How's the slopes out there? Uh, they're okay. Not, not a lot of snow, but uh, they're getting there. It's, uh, I just started last year after I played uh, basketball four years. You know, couldn't get hurt. So uh, no, uh, late, no, late bloomer. But yeah, nice. Uh, it's fun. It's definitely fun. Have you hit the black diamond uh, yet? I'm working up to there. My cousins won't let me. They're uh, scared for my life. If I go up there. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I don't know much about skiing. I know you're probably a year in, so I don't know how much you know. Let's talk yeah. about sports that you and I know. Talk to me about, uh, right. well, whatever it is in the sports world that you want to talk about. Yeah. So obviously, the elephant in the room, the uh, Patriots losing two in a row. Um, yeah, absolutely. Really disappointing yesterday. Really disappointing. The defense was just not non-existent at all. Um, I think Miles Bryant had a he was a glaring, glaring weakness um, guarding Isaiah McKenzie for the most part. Uh, and as we know, McKenzie had 11 catches for I think 100 something yards and a touchdown. Um, so that, that was just a small sample size. But the whole defense in general was awful. The offense just seemed like they didn't wake up until the second half, second quarter, second half. So that was disappointing to see. But I mean, it, it, the most disappointing part is that you're playing the Bills for the really the AFC Championship. Let's be honest; they're going to beat Jacksonville yeah. this week, and then and then if, even if you lose Miami, you still have a game up with the tiebreakers. Um, so it was, this, this this was for the crown, and the effort that they put forth was just not it was not good, and it was really disappointing. And I I don't know what to expect from the team now. I don't know if you've rescinded kind of your expectations. I didn't catch the beginning of your show, but um, uh, like I, I just don't know if your expectations have changed because I think mine has for sure. 
So, so I just, I just mentioned this actually before you called. I said, um, you know, I, I, uh, you know, two weeks ago, I was very optimistic about the Patriots. I said, you know, they, you know, they could, you know, might as well be Super Bowl bound and, and, and win the whole thing, right? I mean, they were looking really right. good coming off of that Bills game, Monday night game, uh, in very high winds, rain, snow, you know, whatever. Right. Um. And then all of a sudden, this hits just hits you like a bus and, and takes all of the positivity, the mo- motivation, yeah, everything just r- sucks it right out of you. And um, so, so anyways, back to what I what I said just now. I said, you know, as much as I still think that there's a chance, and you know, as much as there's a probability that the Patriots uh, can win a Super Bowl, can win the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah. there's just as much as that probability that they can not even make the playoffs or be out in the wild card or be out in the first round. Yeah, and I, I think you hit it on the net, uh, hit it on the head there. I mean, you, you just don't know with the Miami and, and game coming to up. cut you off real quick. I said basically yeah. it's going to come down to what New England team shows up. Okay, if the uh, Patriots right. defense that showed up against Tom Brady, the Buccaneers, then I think we're going to be in good shape because we didn't let Tom Brady score, right? But if this defense shows up that doesn't make the Bills punt, bye. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. It's not even close. It's really it's really not close. And it, we've always been a team now all season long. It's relying on the defense to get us going. And, and it's glaring that in the last two games when Jonathan Taylor, as good as he is, but he she shreds us for however much he went for. And then yesterday, Josh Allen. Um, it's very apparent that this defense is going to drive us. And Mac Jones... Like the people are making this seem like Mac is whenever you put the ball in Mac Jones's hands, like bad things happen. But I mean, the whole second half effort from Jones against the Colts, he brought us back in the game single-handedly, and and yeah. he he held his own yesterday too. They were only down five points multiple times, and all you yep. need is one stop, and it's it, you can argue he's going to be on score again. Yeah. So I think it's unfair to put it on Mac Jones there as well, but. Um, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what to think. This game's not gonna. This upcoming game's not gonna change my mind because the it's the Jacksonville Jaguars and they're a joke. Right. But yep. Um, I think it's gonna be interesting to see what happens in Miami. But um, real quick, I wanted to touch on the Celtics and that whole COVID situation. Yeah. In the NBA. Yep. Uh, it, it's not good. It's it's not good. And for not just because guys are sick, obviously that's bad. But like, I think I saw something today. Might have been from one of the um, reporters for the team that. They literally started the month of December with all, with their second best player out and everyone else in, and then mid mid uh, when the COVID um, outbreak outbreak hit, all their role players were out along with Brown. So it was just Tatum that was there, and now with this news today that Tatum's out, it's all the role players and Brown back and not Tatum there. So they really they haven't had a team to build a cohesiveness with for over a month now, and and I, I'm not about I'm not about shutting down that that can't happen. It just can't. So you um, disagree with what the NHL did shutting down? I, I do. I mean, I, I don't know what into that decision. I don't want to speculate what into that decision, but I, I disagree with shutting down. Because um, as you can, and I, I know it's difficult with the NHL too because they have a roster and it's and like the NBA just signs guys off that ten day hard whatever hardship contracts they have. Right. Like we signed with Joe Johnson, um, so I know it's different in that respect. But I, I think you got to keep going. I mean, these we've been through so much in it. And not even just us, the players themselves. They've been through so much. And and, and I'm sure they enjoyed a nice – they were going to have a holiday break anyway. So it wasn't just like they were going to 
Um, I think they were supposed to be off for like three days or something, but I'm, I'm sure they enjoyed this break. But uh, I'm, I'm sure you saw Marshawn's comments today with them not going to the Olympics, how mad they are there. Um, it, it's not good right now in the world with uh, COVID. Um, I, I, don't, I, I, I bet you have the same uh, opinion I do there. Yeah, yeah, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't, I hate to bring politics and stuff into it, and, and it just seems like, um, you know, it just, it, a lot of people are getting it. A lot of people are testing positive, um, whether you're vaccinated or not. <clears throat> yeah. uh, so yeah. it's just, uh, you know, it's, I I don't know. It, it's tough to say. Um, you yeah, know, no, if you, I mean, if you test if you test, then yeah, uh, yeah. you're gonna you're gonna get positives. Uh, if you don't test, you're not going to. Um, so yeah. you know, and I, I guess I guess for me is when does this uh, COVID nineteen just become like something like strep throat, and it's okay, yeah. you are diagnosed with COVID nineteen, right? right. Um, you know. Just because you cough or sneeze doesn't mean you have COVID. You know, there's so many other uh, sicknesses right. and, and, you know, there's a there's a bad flu, actually, that is going around that is separate from COVID. And yeah, so, sure. you know, yeah. so people, you know, people think, oh, you coughed or sneeze, you must have COVID. No, no. Um, so right. anyways, it's just it's really it's really tough to tell. It's tough to deal with. I think a lot of people thought that. Uh, the world would be over with this by now, and we're not. And it seems like things are getting really, really bad right now, and yep. that it's, uh, I'm going to say, maybe worse than ever right now. Um, yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like you feel like you can't do right. Like if, if, if you don't test, then obviously like you, I don't, like there's going to be people that say you have, obviously you have to test, but if you go the other way, and there's going to be people that say you don't have to test. It's, it seems like a like a lose lose situation with this, and you're right. I don't know when anything's going to change, and I feel bad for the college athletes too because my sister, um, my parents can't even go to their games anymore. Wow. Um, they made they made no spectators uh, for her her league games. They only have one non league game left. So um, and it's and I, I do I do feel bad because I know people do end up getting really sick uh, for it, and obviously it's it's awful. Um, but I just, I just don't know how long it's, we're going to keep like this and hopefully it ends soon, but, um, I really don't know, but, um, yeah, yeah it's, it's affecting, physics. it's affecting people at all levels. I mean, um, uh, today we found out that the, uh, Commonwealth Motors Christmas uh, classic, uh, right. the Merrimack Valley, basically yep. the, the basketball tournament that happens every year got canceled and they were supposed to play games today. Um, I know, uh, Methuen high, uh, Methuen high school players, they had, out of the ten players on the team, they had eight positives. Wow! Uh, and I think wow. that is what really led to the decision of of canceling this tournament. Um, however, if you are a you know if you are a, um, a a Central Catholic fan, as you and I are both, um, yep. the Central Catholic girls will be playing North Andover tomorrow, uh, tomorrow and Westford Academy on Thursday. Uh, and the boys will play Londonderry on Wednesday, um, all at home, I believe. So um, at Central Catholic. So sure. there's a little update for you. Uh, glad to see that, you know, with the teams that I guess that don't have COVID still want to, you know, still want to play, and um, you know, and no, and, and it, are going to make the best of it. Good to see. 
it's definitely good to see for some of these kids who are seniors who haven't really had um, much of an experience at the varsity level, maybe. Yep. Because um, they've, they've really been impacted from COVID. But um, we'll just see. Hopefully, we can keep moving forward and cases will start getting better and uh, less and less sicknesses will show up. But, uh, yeah, those are my uh, takes today. Great show, as always. Uh, I wish you good health um, and everyone else listening out there, especially those at Copley Drive. I know there's been some sicknesses going on over there. Um, so I hope everyone stays safe and um, look forward to next week's show. All right, thanks, Matt. All right, thanks. All right, so there's uh, Matt, who is usually uh, from Rhode Island, but uh, today he is out on the slopes in uh, Vermont skiing away, as he said. Not much snow, uh, but, you know, making the best of it and learning his ways uh, of the slopes. So uh, there you have it almost halfway through the show here on the Sports Talk with Harrison Chase on Merrimack Valley Public Radio, coming to you live from Methuen Community Studios. If you have a take or comment, feel free to call in 978-301-6877. That's 978-301-6877. Uh, so, you know, we talked about one big uh, cap- uh, opponent for the Patriots coming up is that last game of the year, January 9th, Sunday at 1 o'clock against the Miami Dolphins. And listen, the Miami Dolphins have a tough road ahead. They play tonight against the New Orleans Saints, and then they play the Titans uh, the following uh, Sunday. So, not an easy uh, stretch uh, for the Dolphins by any means. And so with that, let me go to Ray and Methuen. Ray, what's going on? Hey, Harrison. Different time slot uh, this week, huh? Yeah, you know, you have these, you know, Christmas, uh, you know, the week be- between Christmas and New Year's is always that that weird week, and I was informed of uh, different hours here at the studio, and so, you know, we made the best of it. It was either, either you know, cancel it or not do it, or, or, you know, find another time and do it, and so I was more than happy to push it up an hour early to 4 o'clock to 5 and, and be all set. Well, that's great. That's great. Uh, I have to. I have to agree a little bit uh, with you guys. Uh, you know, Matt Matt's take on on the Celtics uh, and everything. It seems that when Tatum and uh, Brown are in the game together, neither of them wants to give up the ball, and they they simply want to uh, be the hero of of the game. Uh, they don't know how to pass. They they just want to take that ball and they they want to show you that they are better than everybody else and that's not the team aspect of the sport. Uh, yes, COVID has hit them and now what Tatum being out with COVID. I don't know what the protocols are in the NBA, but it seems that uh, he won't be around for for a couple uh, three games. So. I, yeah, I don't know what it is, you know, and, and I have to say, you know, one thing that does that does bug me, and um, again, I hate to get political uh, on a sports show, but um, you notice that, you know, in Boston, that the mayor decided to, um, you know, uh, make basically, you know, you to go to, to go to a to get into the TD Garden, you can no longer show a negative test result. You have to. Uh, show a a COVID a COVID nineteen um, uh, vaccine card and ID to get in. Uh, however, the players don't. This doesn't affect the players. However, in New York, uh, where the Brooklyn Nets play, that does affect them because because the mayor um, stuck to the rules and applied it to the professional athletes. 
And you have players like Kyrie Irving not being able to play. And so Kyrie Irving is only able to play on the road games. And now originally he wasn't going to be able to play at all. But now because the Brooklyn Nets are so, you know, short, uh, I'm going to say short-staffed, he has to almost play. So, you know, anyways, it's just, but to, but to go back to these different rules for the, for the professional athletes, you know, it, it's just, it, it amazes me because if you get two or three, you know, if you test, if you have a positive test, right? And so I tested positive for COVID-19 over a year ago and the rule, and I didn't have any symptoms at first. And I was told that, you know, and I said, oh, you know, maybe it's a false positive. I'm going to go get another test. Okay, fine. Uh, and I was informed that, you know, you have to, you you know, no matter what, you have to quarantine for 10 days because um, Massachusetts treats every positive test uh, as, a, as a positive test, right? Basically, there is no such thing as false positives, okay? But now you have all these professional athletes who, if they test positive or if they come in close contact or whatever it is, I think it's if they have three negative tests, they can come back after a certain amount of days. Well, so why does everybody else in the United States and in other parts of the country have to quarantine for 10 to 14 days? Why does the NHL players have to not play in the Olympic Games? Because if they tested positive at the Olympics, they'd have to stay there in quarantine for 21 days. Why is that? Well, I, you know, I, I want to know why they're pushing all these tests. Uh, if if you don't feel good, well, all right, take a test. Take a test or, 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 or uh, whatever it might be. Uh, but why should you have to take a test if you feel good? If you feel good, fine. But they're pushing all these home tests and uh, uh, upon everybody, uh, you know, here in Massachusetts, we've been giving out free tests. Uh, uh, the president announced that, uh, I don't know, he'll be giving out 500 million tests to anybody in the United States who uh, who requested. So it seems kind of silly to me. Why do you need a test? You don't, you don't test yourself if you have a common cold. You don't test right. Do you yourself, test yourself? Do you test yourself for a uh, strep throat? Uh, you know, well, no, but, every but, day, but if a, you have a cough? No, but, no, but strep is a little different in that uh, it, it really does affect you. I understand, but but all I'm saying is is that at what point do we make this COVID-19 something like strep throat, where it's like, okay, you tested positive for strep throat. Okay, you tested positive for COVID-19. You know, at what point do we get rid of the, te- the, the this mass testing for everybody and, and God forbid you cough or you sneeze and it's COVID automatically? Well, that's what I was saying. You know, you know? Why, why do we have to test all the time? You know, something why that was we- big as, you know, for me who who was somebody in college this fall semester is there was a, there was a bad flu, probably still a bad flu going around. And everybody thought, oh, you know, must be COVID. Must be. I'm like, I'm thinking in my head. Just because you have a cough or you sneeze or whatever it is, doesn't mean you have COVID. And it's actually funny because they these urgent care places actually had tests for the flu and they tested positive for the flu, negative for COVID-19. So it's just, you know, it's it's interesting to say the least. It's interesting. Well, you're, you're right. You're right. It, it is interesting. And uh, well, 
again. Uh, let me let me let you go. I have another caller uh, coming in. Okay. Well, have, have a good uh, rest of the program, Harrison. Hello. No. Okay. Still you. Yeah. All right. Well, I just lost both people. So, uh, if you want to call back, nine seven eight three zero one. Uh, six eight seven seven. That's nine seven eight three zero one uh, six eight seven seven. You're listening to the Sports Talk with Harrison Chase on Merrimack Valley Public Radio, coming to you live uh, from Methuen Community Studios. All right, so we have about uh, twenty seven minutes left uh, here on the show. All right, here we go. Go ahead, caller. Hey, Harry. This is Connor from Philadelphia. Connor, what's going on? Not much. How's it going, Harry? Going good. Just wanted to give a call in and get a take on you. I know the uh, the NFL and, and all these Pat fans have been big on uh, J.C. Jackson, Mr. INT interception, but <laughs> I don't know. I feel like after uh, the game last night, I think he was exposed a little bit. I think he had some uh, some flaws in his, in his game, and I mean, after this year, he's probably going to be expecting some big money. But, I mean, I don't know if the Pats, you know, sell out that kind of money for him. No, absolutely. I, I agree. He he got exposed last night or yesterday afternoon, whatever you want to call it. He didn't play as good as, you know, everybody. And, and at the end of the day, you know, has he ever played really well? Or are, there, or are there really just some of these, you know, oh, my God, plays every once in a while that makes them, you know, that makes these people want to keep, keep this player? Kind of like Nikhil Harry on offense. He's terrible. He was terrible. I mean, we got to get rid of him. Yeah, I mean, I just feel like um, with uh, Mr. Interception there, it seems like he has, obviously he has a, a lot of interceptions, but it kind of seems like he's always in the, the right place at the right time and the ball is finding his hand. Exactly. Exactly. I agree with you. I, I, I 110% agree with you. Yep. And I think in the game yesterday when the Pats really needed him, I think he, he kind of fell apart. I mean, he missed that, that wide-open interception that probably would have been six. It was that, that fourth-down carry that uh, Josh Allen had, and instead of running through the quarterback and tackling him, he kind of bent over, and, and Allen ran him over, and it led to a first right. down to clinch the game. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Exactly. And then, and then, and I guess something equivalent almost is is the Nikhil Harry play, where um, you know Mac Jones, where really Mac Jones shouldn't have thrown the pass, but it ended up getting tipped off of Nikhil Harry's hands or fingers, uh, and Nikhil Harry kind of like stood there, didn't do anything, didn't want to do anything, just kind of wanted to stand there and watch, and and there you go, it gets picked off. It's just unbelievable. You can't make this stuff up. Yeah, well, hopefully uh, hopefully things kind of turn around. Harry, one more thing. wanted to get your thoughts on uh, some of these college bowl games and, you know, the college football playoff coming up this weekend. Any uh, any predictions for the uh, the final four here? Uh, the final four, I think it's going to be Georgia-Michigan. I think it's wow. I think it's going to be I think it's going to be Georgia Michigan. I haven't heard of an update of how the um the health of the Georgia quarterback is. I know he has he did get diagnosed with COVID. Um so I I don't know if he's going to be able to be back. I think it is I think he'll be able to because it seems like uh, more than a week ago that he that he tested positive that I saw that. Um and so yeah, so I and but a lot of bowl games getting uh, getting canceled though. Um, you know the yeah. um, 
the the which, the Fenway Bowl getting canceled. You know, BC, the B, Boston College, the bowl that they're in is being canceled. A lot of bowl games are being canceled due to COVID nineteen. So, um, yeah. it's just. Although I think Georgia, Georgia and Michigan are playing each other though, aren't they? Uh, boy, they probably honestly they probably are. I just didn't uh, didn't notice it. Um, I want to find. Uh, God, you're killing me. Uh, anyways, I think I think it'll be pretty good. I think they, uh, you know, the the four teams that are in there. I don't know about Cincinnati. I think they'll have a tough one with Bama, but um, it'll be interesting. I think. To, all right, to sorry. See if it so ends up being a Bama Georgia rematch, or so. All right, so here are the games. It's uh, it's it's Alabama versus Cincinnati, and then Michigan versus Georgia. So I think yeah. I think, man, that's that's interesting. I don't know. I think it might be. Uh, Ah, man, I don't know. That's interesting. I don't know. Um, I guess I might well, change. Anyway, thanks, I, for, uh, I, thanks for the time today, Harry. You know, it's good calling in. Uh, I'm visiting family back home here in the, the Merrimack Valley, and uh, I listen all the time and uh, wanted to give my first call. I think they call it the uh, the long time, first time, or, or whatnot, but um, yeah, yeah, I, I have I, a lot of I friends forget. and family that listen in, and awesome. uh, my good friend Matt from Vermont, and I think uh, my buddy Johnny from from Minnesota he listens. So yeah. you have a big base and uh, thank you. you love the show. I appreciate that. Thanks for the support, Connor. Have a uh, I All hope right. you had a great Christmas and holidays and have a great New Year and a healthy New Year. All right, you too, Harry. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. All right, so there's uh, Connor from uh, Philadelphia there uh, uh, for you. So if you want to call in nine seven eight three zero one six eight seven seven nine seven eight three zero one six eight uh, seven seven. Have about twenty minutes left on the show. Uh, so, uh, anyways, um, so yeah, I guess you know something I've I've kind of been ignoring is this uh, this college uh, college football playoff. And so, anyways, Alabama versus Cincinnati, and then Michigan um, versus versus uh, Georgia. Uh, let me go to John from Butter Bing. John, what's going on? What's up, Harrison? How are you, buddy? Doing good. How are you? Hanging in there. That's it, good. Did he get? Did Mac Jones get exposed this week, or did he ex- get exposed the week before? The week before. Yeah. He looked he terrible the week before. Looked terrible, and you know what? Not for nothing. Who do they have for receivers? Who do they have? Not Nikhil Harry. <laughs> no, he's terrible. Yeah. And, and that 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 pass you were talking about, when Nikhil Harry was kind of like ah, and he kind of threw his arm up. That was tipped at the line too. Okay. That was, uh, yeah, I'm I'm almost positive it was tipped at the line. So, and something I I don't know ball. if you caught it, but uh, I don't think I don't think Mac Jones should have thrown the ball. I thought it was too tight of a of a, of a coverage. He shouldn't have made you the know, he shouldn't have made the pass. No, you know what? Too, it's like they really haven't they really haven't put any pressure on him or put him in in a position to make like the big play or to like give them a comeback. They really haven't done anything like that. And right. especially it seems like they just really haven't, they really haven't like opened it up. Okay. Do you think maybe they haven't because they don't think that he can do it? Absolutely. Or, they, or is it like this, you know, you don't want to bring up that starting pitcher too early because if you do, you may ruin his career. I, I, I'm just, no, they I, really haven't opened anything up. I agree to that, and I think you can go back to um, 
the Monday night game against the Bills where they only let Mac Jones throw it three times. And now I get it. I get it. The weather was a factor and that, uh, you know, the wind was the the wind was whipping and it was raining and snowing and whatever have you. But, uh, you know, Josh Allen still threw the ball. And if you're going to be a professional athlete in the NH- in the in any in anywhere, you have to be able to play in the conditions that are given to you. OK, whether it's hockey and you're playing in July for the or June for the uh you know, for the for the Stanley Cup and uh, the ice is the ice isn't as uh, frozen as it should be, and it's slushy. Or if it's you know, or if it's NFL and and you're playing in any type of different conditions, you got to be ready. Whether you're a rookie or not, you got to be ready for this for the situation. And if you can't perform in that's in in those games, then I don't know if you should be playing. And now I think I think Mac Jones would be able to pass the ball in that game. But I think I think Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels had too much of a leech, uh, leash on them. I agree with I agree with you. And Here's I think the they got to let the kid. I think they got to let the kid try and air it out. I agree with you. Here's here's a question for you. Who you want, Josh Allen or Mac Jones? Oof. <laughs> I think I still want to stick with Mac Jones. Yeah, I think you're crazy. <laughs> did, he, did you see him run the ball at the end of that game? Like, you thought he was dead, and he just, like, he swiveled like a worm and, and got the first down. Like, the, the guy, the kid's a winner. I don't care. Yeah. I'm taking I'm taking Allen all day long. All, right. all day. The guys, the, 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 give, give, give Bill Belichick Josh Allen and watch what happens. I just, I I like I was high on Mac Jones, and it's like I'm just watching it now. And it's, so let me ask you this: I, I know so Josh Allen has obviously moved past his rookie year, and so just as a comparison, so far Josh Allen during his rookie year only had three wins. Mac Jones has nine so far. So I mean, that almost shows you that there's more. Uh, uh, potential for Mac Jones. You have to remember, Mac Jones is only a rookie. For all these people saying, oh, Mac Jones is the next Tom Brady, be quiet. Nobody's going to be the next Tom Brady, okay? And I think we're we're asking too much of Mac Jones. I think we have to let him be a rookie quarterback and learn. And I think Josh McDaniels and Bill Belichick have to let that happen too. I think they have to let him be able to throw the ball, air it out. Let him learn from his mistakes, that's how life is. You learn from your mistakes. I agree. The problem with that, though, is if you do that, you're probably going to lose games. Right, right. So that's probably why they haven't done that. And they've kind of kept them, you know, under the ropes a little. And, and they're trying to, like, you know, take the slow pro- slow approach. Um, you know, keep his – let him work hard, let him work hard in the, in the film room keep his confidence up and then you know when the time comes you know maybe you know he's what you want him to be but they don't have i'm gonna say this again they 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 don't really have any receivers it's the same old with the patriots like you know yeah tom brady's great he's in his 40s and he's doing great he won a super bowl last year but you know he's throwing to heath evans and you know rob gronkowski and He's throwing to all these guys, and he's got weapons. You know, they're winning with Bruce Arians as the coach. <laughs> that tells you something right there. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't they, think – I, I don't want to give any credit to Bruce Arians. 
I, I think no, it's really no. I think it's really all Tom Brady to be honest with you. No, that that this is this is my point. That was a point I was making. They're doing it with yeah. Bruce Arians. Okay, coach. yeah, gotcha. Okay, it, yeah, it goes to right. Just, it, it shows you what they have have for talents. Um, you know, I'm not down on Mac Jones, but you know, I, you got to give him a little time. And uh, they're taking it slow, but you know, he really hasn't done too much. So anybody who thinks, you know, that you know. He's the best thing since sliced bread. Let's let's hold off and let's see how he does. Um, you know, they're looking at maybe not making the playoffs. Do people understand that? Yeah. I mean, they lose another game, they're in trouble. And don't forget what the last game of the year is. Miami. It's in Miami. Now listen, <laughs> they don't my win there. correct, they don't, and and they lost against Miami uh in the beginning of the season. Uh the only, you know, some hope I have for that game is that uh, we should absolutely win against the Jaguars, um, you know, this week. And the Miami Dolphins, they have a tough two weeks before they play the Patriots. They have the Saints tonight, and then they have the Titans Sunday on a short week. So the Dolphins don't have that easy as a schedule. I'd I'd obviously give give the strength, um, you know, give the easier schedule to the Patriots side. So... You know, if if you know the Dolphins lose tonight and they lose against the Titans, well, I think that game gets so much easier against the Patriots for the final game of the year. Yeah, it does, but they always play them tough. No, um, they do. They do. So, two things. Yep. Um. So the 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 racehorse that that uh, the, that we had that I had. Yes. Strike the top. He's been claimed and he's gone. Okay. We just we just claimed uh, two more. One we should be running on New Year's Day. It's nice. Summer Shandy. Nice. I love and the name. We just yeah we just claimed one the other day, and this is the one I'm really excited about. It's only a two year old. The name on the name of the horse is Yes I'm a Beast. Wow. Is that a good horse name or what? I love it. <laughs> um, yeah, the horse won by like seven or eight lengths. Wow. Two year old. Uh, great horse! I'm really excited nice. about this one. So, and where are they and where are uh, they racing down in Florida? They'll be in Gulf. They'll be at Gulfstream. Yeah, Gulfstream in Florida. Yeah. Nice, nice. And la- la- lastly, um, I thought that the Buffalo Bills were the lock of the year yesterday. You thought that was that game was a lock, coming lock off of, of the year. coming off of uh, coming off of the win against Mon- against the Monday night. I-, I thought they were going to be highly motivated. Yep. It was a must win for them and I actually think they're a better team than, than the Patriots and they showed that yesterday. So yeah. yeah, I took a little trip down to Manchester and my DraftKings little outfit up down there and I <laughs> wasted a little bit of money and I I, I cashed in on my lock. So Good. Well, hey, listen, isn't it pathetic that um isn't it pathetic that you can't just sit at your house in uh, Massachusetts and do that? Not that you well, live you, in Massachusetts, you know but for anybody that does live in Massachusetts, why can't you? Yeah. Why can't you do that? You, you know why? Because it takes all the politicians in Massachusetts an hour and a half to watch sixty minutes. That's why. Yep. They're ridiculous, and they're losing all kinds of money, and it's on them. So the state of New Hampshire is beautifully run. It's a great state. I'm proud to live here. And um, they will never learn. 
and that's just the way it is. That answers your question. It takes it takes them an hour and a half to watch 60 minutes. That was my mother saying, God bless her soul. <laughs> Perfect. So that's all I got, Harrison. All right, thanks for calling. I'll let call- you know about the horses, all right? Perfect. I love it. Give us an update. Uh, next Monday, we'll be back. Next Monday. Sounds good. All right, I'll thanks, John. All right, so there's uh, John from uh, Butterbing for you. As always, go down to Methuen Square and get the Harry Special at Butterbing. Buffalo chicken tenders, buffalo chicken dip, and mozzarella sticks. You can't go wrong. But then again, you can't go wrong with any meal you have at the Butterbing. Ten minutes left here on the Sports Talk with Harrison Chase. On this awkward week between Christmas and New Year's, always an awkward week, you can call in 978-301-6877. That's 978-301-6877. Again, have about 10 minutes left. I'll try and get in uh, a few more calls uh, if I can. Um, and so anyways, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, do, we'll do that for you. Uh, anyway, so talking about the Patriots, you know, moving forward, um, you know, Obviously, they have to win out. Um, I think if they want to be in the uh, if they want to be in the playoffs, so um, should be interesting. Um, and things are just—I mean, things are like I've been saying all year. This this year is one of the most unpredictable years anybody could have uh, asked for or predicted. Um, you know, it's just all over the place. So. <clears throat> Uh, it's very it's very interesting and and so anyways, as far as the Patriots are concerned, they have the Jaguars this week, which should be an automatic lock, should be an automatic lock, um, and then you know the Dolphins is is going to be a very tough game, but it should be a win. It needs to be a win, as a matter of fact, and something helping in the in the Patriots corner is the fact that the Dolphins play the New Orleans Saints tonight and that the and then they play the Titans Sunday. So they have a short week against two very good teams. You know, a lot of people try and overlook the you know these New Orleans Saints. Uh, but they're a good team. I mean, listen, they came into Foxborough, they beat the Patriots. And not only that, but they beat Tom Brady twice this year. Roger and Salem, what's going on? Hey, Harrison, how are you? Doing well. How are you? Hanging in there. Good, this good. This is going to be a rehash of what's already been stated on, on the program. Perfect. Give it to me. Well, Mac Jones. All right. Rookie. Yeah. Rookie. Some of those throws yesterday reminded me of you-know-who, Cam Newton. I oh, mean, geez, I don't know if he, but the thing is, is I think Mac Jones is so much better than Cam Newton on so many levels. Oh, yeah, I don't doubt that. But like I said, I mean, just watching the game and you're saying, you know what? That could have been Cam Newton from last year. Just some of those throws. It uh, just seemed like, well, they, they obviously were not on the same page on a lot of that. So whether it's practice or what it, I don't know what it could be. You know, he threw it to a place that, you know, the receiver wasn't there. Right. Um, but that was, you know, rookie. Um, pressure. Uh, he just didn't have a good game, and as you said, even last week, not a good game. You know what's so, you know what's amazing uh, though. You know what's amazing though is that um, of all the rookies, Mac Jones has the best quarterback rating at ninety point six percent. 
That you know that means hypothetically speaking that he was the best quarterback out of the draft this year, and I truly believe that he was. I everybody that either. Everybody thought it was going to be Trevor Lawrence, and now I said on my show during during the summer that I don't think Trevor Lawrence is going to be that good in the NFL. Um, you know, something comparable to Tim Tebow. You know, Tim Tebow, great college quarterback. Not good NFL quarterback. You know, just because you're a good college player doesn't mean you're going to be a good professional player. It takes a lot to be a good professional player. Absolutely. Correct. Um, You know, I agree with that totally. Uh, Just just one or two other things as far as uh, this, uh, the receivers. I mean, (laughs) you look at at the What what receivers? What receivers? We don't have any. Wasted money. That's what I have written down. Yeah. Here. Wasted money. Yeah. So, and I do worry about, um, I don't want to say it, but I worry about the Jaguars coming in here and just having, a, uh, you know, copying, uh, not that they have the horses, but copying what was done to the Patriots the last couple of weeks and saying, uh-oh, we got an issue here. So uh, yeah. j- just that, I mean, I fully expect the Patriots to to beat them um, the week after against the Dolphins. I don't know. It, I think it's going to ha- uh, have a lot to do with how the Dolphins handle tonight. So yeah, I mean, listen, uh, the Dolphins are lucking out um, th- this week against the Saints. They're down to their third string uh, quarterback, who's uh, from uh, drafted from Notre Dame. Um, so obviously, you know, the Saints having uh, COVID problems seems you know everybody is having COVID problems. Um, and so, you know, but, but listen, the Saints were, was, uh, were without their, uh, head coach, Sean Payton, uh, last week against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady and the Saints won. So, um, you know, so, you know, just because you're down to your third string quarterback doesn't mean you can't win. And so I think, you know, out of all the team, out of all teams, I think the Saints know that the best. Thanks for calling in Roger. All righty. Take care. Have a good uh, rest of the rest of the program. Thank you. Bill from the car, go ahead. Harrison, what are you trying to throw everybody off today by airing an hour earlier? Yeah, yeah, you know. Got to stay on top of things, Bill from the car. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you for taking my call. I appreciate it. What did you think of that Pats game uh, yesterday? Oh, I thought it was pathetic. I thought it was pathetic. Um, It's just, it leaves me speechless. You know, I mean, I I like, um, you know, John from Butter Bing mentioned, you know, he and he asked me, he asked me the question, you know, do you think Mac Jones got exposed in yesterday's game or the Colts game? And it was the Colts game that he got exposed. He didn't look that good against the Colts. This game against the Bills, he looked okay, but what really looked bad was our defense. They didn't they didn't force a punt. I mean, that's that's pathetic. That is really, really pathetic. That's terrible. Terrible. And we don't have any receivers. Nikhil Harry is a mess. We're better off having him off the field. Oh yeah. Um, well, they had they had an injury, so they had a play in yesterday. I right. Think is, that's why he got his. Everybody amps up J.C. Jackson. 
you know, he's miss you know, he's missing plays yesterday. It's just we don't have anybody that we can rely on, and I think that's the problem. We don't have anybody to rely on. Well, to rely on to make a big play to 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 just something. You know, yesterday we needed that big play and we never got it. You know, like I said, like you had said, you know, the kill Harry, he dropped that pass. That would have been huge. J.C. Jackson, he's had a great year. He's all pro. I, you know, I, I give him I give him credit. He has a good year, but he dropped that pass. That that interception, he could have that could have been a pick six that would have changed the whole momentum of the whole game. Yeah, absolutely. And then and then they let up the the, the, the what killed me was the, the was the uh, third and nineteen they let up. Um, yep. So we, it was we let up we let up, we let up a lot of like you know third down plays and we let we let up a lot of fourth down plays obviously because we didn't force a punt. Yeah, yeah, that's um that's a very interesting statistic. That's very telling, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's pathetic. That's terrible. So well, you know, um, listen, I'm I'm optimistic. Next week, um, what do they get? Jacksonville next week. Uh, yeah, Jackson, uh, Jacksonville uh, Jaguars and uh, pretty boy uh, God, as they like to call him down there at Clemson, Trevor Lawrence, who I think is nothing. That should be a that should be a W. And then the the last game of the year is against the Dolphins down in Miami, and and we know what can happen down there. So, right. Um, you know, we 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 can't let the guard down. Uh, Judon, I was hoping he was going to have a better game yesterday. Um, he didn't really do a lot. Um, you know, we need it. We need it. We just need something, somebody to step up and make a big play. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We do, and it just but it hasn't happened. Lost, I'm not haven't lost hope on them yet. So no, I haven't uh, either. And like I said in the beginning of the show. I think there's just as much probability as the Patriots, you know, still possibly going to the Super Bowl, winning the Super Bowl, as there is for the Patriots to be out uh, in the first round or not even make the playoffs. I, it yeah, can really I go pump, either I way. I pump the brakes on the Super Bowl. I think, you know, get in, get into the playoffs, and you know, get maybe a win in the playoffs. That would, to me, I'd be that would be a good season. Um, yeah. I didn't have any aspirations of them, you know, making the playoffs this year with a rookie quarterback. And um, if we can, if we can get into the playoffs um, and 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 get a win, that would be that would be a successful year for me. Yeah, I agree, absolutely. All right, Harrison. I know you're against the clock. Uh, good talking to you, and keep up the good work. All Are right, you going so. back to your regular time next week? Yeah, back to the regular time, five to six next week. Okay. All right, thanks, Bill. Back in then. All right, bye. All right, so there's uh, Bill from the car for you, and he's going to wrap up uh, the show for us here on this Monday, uh, the week between Christmas and New Year's. We'll be back next week, January 3rd, regular time. The Sports Talk with Harrison Chase on Merrimack Valley Public Radio, coming to you live from Methuen Community Studios on every Monday, 5 o'clock to 6 o'clock p.m., Eastern Standard Time. Well, that's going to do it for me, everybody. I'd like to thank everybody uh, for calling in and all my listeners 
this show wouldn't be uh, what it is uh, without all of you listening uh, week in and week out. I hope you all stay safe and healthy during uh, during these holidays, during New Year's, uh, and we'll talk to you uh, next week where hopefully COVID cases are, are going down and hopefully the Patriots uh, are in a lot better shape than they were uh, tonight or, or today, uh, if you will. All right, everybody. Good night.